0: All right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, my name is Vijay Menon. Uh, who am I? Not important. Uh, what do I do? Well, who cares, right? <laughs> uh, these are questions that are of little or no importance in the grand scheme of things. Um, what's important is why are we here? Well, this is a podcast where we ask all the crazy questions and to find the answers where we set out on an adventure to understand the nature of things that's all around us. Uh, It's an attempt to wake up that curious child inside all of us uh, but probably has been sleeping for ages and let that child explore this mystical world around us. We try to put a thought out in this world and let it evolve and grow and take us on this journey to find the answers. So, while traditionally most podcasts commence on a happy note, a positive thought, I cannot help but ask myself, are humans intelligent? Are we sensible? And are we really the best of all the species? Now, I know that's a weird question, right? Cause it seems like we are. I mean, we have created empires and civilizations. We have defied gravity and reached Mars. You know, we have technology that, l- that helps us look deep in space. So, on the face of it, we do look pretty smart, right? However, there is another side of us a side that makes no sense and makes us kinda look bad. This thought comes to me all the way from Kenya where a bunch of losers, also called as poachers, killed two rare white giraffes. Now, why are they rare? Um, There are only three white giraffes in the world, in the whole world. And these poachers have killed two of them, leaving just one, one baby white giraffe. That's an extremely sad news, and and even more sad because giraffe hunting is illegal in Kenya. But the, but the world's slenderest mammals are still being poached for their skin, meat, bones, and tails. According to the African Wildlife Foundation, about 40% of the giraffe population has disappeared in the last 30 years. So naturally, the first question that comes in your mind is, what happened? Why are they endangered? To know the answer, we need not look any further than the mirror hanging in our bedroom. It is us, the proud champions of the world, responsible for the slaughter of this majestic species. Oh, and uh, by the way, some of us might be thinking, why bother so much? What's the fuss all about? I mean, there are so many lions and giraffes and tigers and elephants roaming in the jungle, so why is it a problem? To to all those people, you cannot be more wrong. Most species of wildlife is dwindling and is under immense pressure to survive. It is important to look at some of the facts here. Approximately 30,000 species per year, about three per hour, are being driven to extinction, and here is some numbers that baffled me. Okay, wildlife habitat in the world is being destroyed at the rate of approximately 5,760 acres per day, or 240 acres per hour. To put this in context, the world's largest cricket stadium, which is now opened in Ahmedabad called as the sardar patel stadium is about 63 acres which means we are destroying habitats at the rate of 91 cricket stadiums new delhi is about 42.7 square kilometers which means it would take less than 2 days to wipe out the capital of india if these numbers don't scare us it is important to understand and remember that land makes up only 30% of Earth, and the rate at which we are going, we are bound to have clashes with the animals. Animals would have no choice but to confront humans, and often this confrontation will be violent. And at the end, most of us will blame the animals to have attacked first. The extinction of species is not new there has been millions of species that has evolved in this planet only to be exterminated and sometimes not in ways that you would ever want to go out more than 99 percent of all species that ever lived on earth are estimated to have died out the earth has witnessed five big extinction events including the Permian and the KT mass extinction which ended the reign of the dinosaurs but what's concerning now is the rate at which it's happening and that's unprecedented so what's special now? To answer this let's examine something first Earth is about 4.5 billion years old and Any idea when life of any sort, I mean, life in its most primordial form began? It was about 3.5 billion years ago. So, nature, as ruthless as it may seem, has maintained a balance, where species ruled and thrived for millions of years before saying goodbye. Today extinctions are occurring hundreds of times faster than they would naturally occur. And we all know who is to blame. It is purely, unquestionably and unarguably the fault of Homo sapiens. Species are becoming extinct hundred times faster than they would have without human impact. Populations of wild animals have more than halved. Since 1970, while the human population has just doubled. On an average, about 96 elephants are killed for their ivory in Africa each day. Three rhinos are getting poisoned on an average every day. Out of dozens of rhino species, now only five remain. I mean, these things t- tend to make you ask this question is there something good left in people is there something good left in us and you want to believe that there is I mean after all what kind of society will it be if it was otherwise but when you look at the images of these rhinos or elephants killed by poachers it's really shocking We you know only two-thirds of elephant's tusk is visible the base of the tusk is embedded in the skull and these are gorged out from from the living elephant's skull by poachers they literally use chainsaws to remove you know the trunk and chop it off and and the elephants die in agonizing and and a slow death similarly you know the rhinos are, are you know are poached for their horns and the, the poachers use chainsaws again just to I mean just take a moment and imagine someone running a chainsaw on your face it, it's it's simply unacceptable people kill more than hundred million sharks throughout the world each year often illegally, to make shark fin soup. I mean, how is this not a global outcry? Why are we not having debates and discussions about them in our news channels? These magnificent creatures have languages and social bonds. They communicate and nurture one another. They are fierce fathers and loving mothers. They are caring brothers and sisters and what we are doing right now is a biological annihilation and we have to learn to see these animals not just as you know just animals but with beings with emotions and senses if we human think we are special and gifted and deserve to be at this top of the world a class apart please Please open up your eyes, cause we are utterly wrong. These are animals who possess supernatural powers. And while we still don't understand very well, it's absolutely baffling. For instance, we humans have the sense of smell, sense of touch uh, and, and sight, among other things which has thankfully worked well for us. But do you know that there are species of animals who can feel the Earth's gravitational fields that generate deep within the Earth's core? While we humans need a compass to detect this field, the birds can actually see these fields and use it to navigate. They, they travel thousands of miles and know exactly where they're going. It's, it's just beautiful. Some animals like octopuses can change colors in seconds, and there are lizards who can walk on water and whales who can hold their breath for 90 minutes. If if this does not seem crazy enough, there is a jellyfish that is immortal and does not die. A cardinal fish that can spit fire and a pistol shrimp can create a sonic boom. These are examples of wonders that a natural world has created. These are the epitome of evolution and compared to them and their skills, we are probably below average. But we should be grateful to live among such splendid biodiversity and rich ecosystem. The, The question that most often gets raised is, how does it matter? Why should we feel guilty about it? Why do we have to care about giraffes dying in a remote place or world? And I think to myself that that is a bizarre question. But think about it for a minute. Why, why should we care? You know, Is our life connected to them somehow? Does it impact us when an animal dies out? These questions are very complicated, and they have answers that are intricately connected to each other. Let's use our common sense. For millions of years, different species evolved and coexisted. Animals like us have lived in coalescence with other animals for eons, making adjustments and compromises to ensure there is some sort of stability. But that stability is being challenged by Homo sapiens now. We have caused havocs in the past and to answer the question should we care these animals can feel pain and no one has given us the authority to inflict physical pain to any being we have no right doing that and also all the animals, the insects and even the microorganisms are connected together in this web that Mother Nature has developed through billions of years. So we are all connected to each other and each of us are not different, we are, we are very very similar and we have to respect and understand that. At this stage, let's ask this question, why do poachers engage in such an activity? I mean, it is illegal, so they must be putting themselves at risk, right? While killing senselessly. So, what do they get out of it? Let's take a short break, and when we come back, let's try to find out. welcome back to that's a weird question where we are trying to answer the question are humans intelligent are we the king of all the species and before going on the break we were trying to ask why do poachers put themselves at risk trying to kill the animal the answer it seems is very bizarre quite silly and extremely frightening Some animals such as birds, reptiles, and primates are captured alive so that they can be kept or sold as exotic pets. Slaughtered animals on the other hand have commercial value such as food, jewellery, decor, or traditional medicine. Not so long ago, our ancestors used to chop off the trunk of an elephant and stuff it to make lamps. The feet of the elephant were chopped off to make stools out of them. Now remember, these are times when they do have other means of acquiring a stool or a lamp. Similarly, the meat of apes, snakes, and other bush animals is considered a delicacy in part of Africa and Asia. It, it's frightening to you know, think humans could be so senseless and stupid. Um, so here is something that you can all Google and or even Facebook for that matter. On the search bar just type tiger teeth and you will find some pages that will show glistering tiger teeth on sale. Not just that, an animal even in the most urban cities such as Bangalore or Delhi or Hyderabad you will find these shady con artists sitting uh, on the roadside on a uh, make-believe tent and selling drugs and potions made from animal parts according to the UN and Interpol the black market for animal parts is estimated at 23 billion illegal wildlife trade is the fourth largest global crime there are animals that live in constant threat and fear fear not of starvation but a piece of metal that could pierce into their head or their heart i mean what gives us the right to treat our fellow species like this by the way um, did you know about something called as the canadian seal hunt it's a it's an annual event that begins on april 9th every year and um, oh no it's it's not about the festival of balloons and fireworks it is The festival of cruelty and blood. It is that time of the year when Canadian fishermen charge at helpless and clueless seals with wooden clubs and guns killing hundreds of thousands of seals. Imagine for a brief moment that you along with your friends and family are lying on a beautiful beach on a warm summer morning, relaxing and basking in the sun occasional sips from your favorite iced tea or lemonade and just then out of nowhere you see a few lunatics running towards the beach with baseball sticks in their hands and before you could think you know you you see one of the guy bashing the baseball stick against your mother's skull and before you could scream your own head is busted open like a pinata but instead of candy there's blood and instead of a blindfolded drunkard it's a 5 foot 9 inch dude taking a calculated and precise aim at your head why would anyone go around harming and causing actual physical pain to another sensible harmless species that is made of the same stuff as you are It can feel pain, it can sense danger and knows what fear is. These poor creatures do not deserve this punishment. And 97% of seals who are slaughtered are just under 3 months old. Many of the pups haven't even eaten their first solid meal or taken their first swim when you get a chance do look up baby seals and i'm damn sure it'll make you smile and and make your heart get warm to see those beautiful cute eyes and after you're done looking at it just take another moment and look at videos and images of canadian seal hunt it will make you hate humanity and make you wonder what kind of civilized society do we live in where such beautiful species evolved for thousands of years only to be killed by a race of apes and for what to be used as fashion products and oil in in an age where we have great scientific advancement and progress it is shameful for government who instead of punishing or banning such activities encourage them by providing subsidies and benefits Now let's imagine something, alright? Imagine you, along with your mother and sister, are taking a stroll in the market, buying groceries for the big Christmas feast. Your mother calls you and whispers in your ears that she'll make your favorite chocolate cake with those crunchy chocolate chips on top. Your eyes glitter with happiness. And she whispers again, I love you, son. And you want to say it back, but suddenly you hear a loud bang as if the sky broke apart due to a violent lightning. And before your eyes, your mother falls to the ground, never to rise again. You turn around to look at your sister who is shocked and scared, and just then another loud bang. This time, even closer. This time, even scarier. You want to tell your sister it's going to be okay. You want to go to her. Before you speak, your sister, only seven months old, is lying on the floor, dead, with the expression of shock and horror and confusion written all over the face. I'm sorry, dear listeners, but to understand someone's pain, It is important to really put yourself in their shoes. As much as we tell ourselves that we are different from animals, the fact is that we have evolved from the same tree of life and share a similar genome. Evolution is not a theory, it is the fact. And we can see it all around us, from the speed of the cheetah to the trunks of the elephants. In the marsupials in australia to the polar bears in the arctic from fishes that can glow in the dark to the prehistoric horseshoe crabs and everything in between including us is the result of this magnificent evolution and it is high time not to not to just understand it and accept it but to respect it to protect and conserve to let nature guide the path as it has done for 3.5 billion years. While we have asked a lot of questions today, there is another very important question that should be pondered about. Who buys these animal products and what is the possible utility of it? The seals in our earlier examples are killed for the fur and are left to rot and die. And this fur makes its way to the fashion industry. Tigers are killed for their teeth and fur to make rugs and ornaments. Elephants and rhinos are killed for their tusks to make jewelry and fake medicines. There is no practical use for any of these products. And we can have alternate solutions to all of these if it is that important to you whoever is purchasing such items should be stopped and asked are you stupid? are you that blind and insensitive? it's really shocking that these things are still happening at the times when we have peered deep in the space and discovered black holes where we are discovering new particles and understanding more about quantum mechanics but here we are having killed two out of the three white giraffes leaving just one last can you imagine being the last of your kind I mean have you seen the movie I'm legend where Will Smith is the lone survivor in the post-apocalyptic world at least in that movie he had few others with him and he knew there were other survivors with whom he could re- reunite but in this in the case of this White giraffe, he's actually the one. He's, he's it. That's it. He's one among the countless species that evolved and thrived and fought this everlasting battle of survival of the fittest. He could be one of the many animals that humans will never see again, except for digital pictures, much like the white rhinos, the Spix macaw the Tasmanian tiger, the passenger pigeon, Zanzibar leopard, West African black rhino, and the dodo. We killed all of them. And there is absolutely no excuse for this. Lastly, the question that is common right now is, what if humans went extinct? Few months ago, this question would have been incomprehensible and bizarre and and now with COVID-19 banging on our doors these fears are actually taking roots I mean why not right we have seen a lot of doomsday movies and and we can imagine this happening to us but can you actually imagine living in a world like that could you give a thought about the fact that you could go extinct and be a victim of this dreadful calamity. That's a really disturbing thought, isn't it? But I wonder, are these kind of thoughts that come in the mind of the Sumatran elephant or the mountain gorillas that are on the brink of extinction? Rest assured, we humans will come out of this present crisis and move on with our life. We will get over this COVID-19 soon, and things will be normal again. But among all this, something is very clear and evident. In just about two or three weeks of containment, isolation, and restriction, the environment seems to be breathing again. From Venice, where the murky canals recently began to get clearer, to China, where there is drastic decrease in air pollution, Earth seems to be healing again. While humans are afraid to go out on their own streets, dolphins have returned, and ducks are found in the fountains in Rome. This is the living proof that with enough time and care, nature can be healed, animals could be saved, and life in all forms will prosper. While millions across the globe are banned from traveling and are forced to work from home, we are compelled to take care of ourselves and remain safe. It is also a great opportunity to sit back and really contemplate. This catastrophe will end, but for the next few weeks while we stay home, let's observe and listen to ourselves, analyze and see how our lives have been so far. And could we humans have done things differently? Can I do things differently? Do do I really need to eat meat every single day? Do I need to keep the water running while brushing? Should I really buy that leather jacket or that fur scarf? Can I spend more time cycling? Can I make a difference by donating? Can I plant a tree? And. Once this nightmare ends and we go back to the world again, we should keep this mindfulness and awareness all the time. And always remember that we are one among the many different species of animals and plants, and we are similar in so many ways. I truly believe that all humans have a desire to be good and to do good, and one better time to change than this. We should be grateful to our existence which is so far the best this world or any other known world has produced. Be grateful to this marvelous nature around us that nurtures life. Be grateful to those lions and tigers, to those bees and spiders. And if you have time, be grateful to those white giraffes. Thank you for listening to the first of many episodes of That's a Weird Question where we continue to ponder over questions and the nature of things around us, from the life-giving stars to the deadly viruses and everything in between. We are the only species known that can imagine and do crazy things. Let's do our best And show that we are really, really worth being called the best of all the species. Uh, Please share your thoughts and comments. Um, Oh come on, you are working from home, you are wearing your pyjamas and listening to music. So send in your comments, good, bad or nasty, all comments are welcomed. Uh, Also it would be awesome if you could share your thoughts and questions. Something we can share and talk about maybe together. You can find me on Instagram at that's a weird question and at Twitter at weird question. You can also share your thoughts and comments on that's a weird question at gmail.com. Thank you again. See you next time. Nature be with you.